Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're joined today by Doug Grantham. Doug is an award-winning agent and broker for REMAX of Orange Beach, Alabama, and the broker owner of Sandcastle Vacation Rentals. As a lifelong resident of Gulf Shores, his local expertise has set him apart from other agents in his market for the past 11 years. In the 10 months since he joined coaching, he's grown his business 50%. Doug enjoys his success with his wife and stepdaughter, who are also in the business with him. In his spare time, he serves as a little league coach, works at his church on mission trips, foster family activities, and a homeless ministry. For fun, he enjoys traveling and watching Alabama football. Now, let's welcome Doug to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. So, Doug, thank you for being my co-host today. I uh, read your profile and the information that Gina uh, gathered from you, and you are a very accomplished, uh, prototypical, great agent, and I really appreciate you being my co-host for today's radio show. I appreciate it, Tim, and I'm uh, excited to be on and um, ready to get going. So let's just jump right in. And a lot of our listeners, and you know because you're a longtime listener too, um, a lot of our listeners listen to us because we're tactical and practical, right? We give them information, things that they can do today to make money right away, to putting themselves in a position right away to make money. So let's focus on those things for the sake of today's show. Agreed? Okay. Let's go. Okay. I think that's your phone, by the way, where someone's trying to call you. Yeah, it's so you've been trying a- to call me. Right. Well, hopefully it's a contract on one of your most expensive listings, but they're just going to have to go to voicemail. That's right. <laughs> so you've been a realtor. You've been a realtor for 11 years, and you've been in coaching in, in, uh, for uh, 10 months. And you said your business has actually changed substantially by like 50% during that time. Why did you wait so long to get into coaching, just out of curiosity? And what specific well, things have caused that change to happen? Well, I've um, you know, I've I've searched the internet. I've um over the years, I've searched, you know, the coaches that are out here, um, you know, nationwide known coaches and really didn't want to jump into just the first one I saw. Um, I really wanted to do my homework. Um, wanted to make sure I knew the coach cuz I mean, it's a big investment for me. And I wanted to make sure who I went with was going to direct me in the direction that I wanted to go in and someone that I was comfortable with their system. So over the years, you know, I, I did, you know, small training things online, um, you know, did the online kind of stuff that they did and, and really couldn't find someone that really fit my market. You know, the market we're in is the second home market, tourism market, and a lot of uh, programs that I found were – uh, you know, suburban areas um, where your clients are in town, where 90% of my clients are out of town. Um, they're not in the area where I can just pop by and see them. So it's a lot of on the phone, over the e- uh, internet, emails, uh, things like that. So uh, wanted to, and then and then another thing that I always thought about was, you know, I'd seen you know coaches that had um, didn't have real estate experience, um, didn't were just a coach, and that's all they were, but they didn't have that you know, been in the business doing what we do on a day-to-day basis. So 
I started in um, last year, about this time last year, really, I started listening to, I went on, you know, uh, uh, the Internet and found the podcast that you do. And so I started listening to it. And like I said, I wasn't going to jump in right away. Um, I listened for about 60 days, um, maybe a little bit more, almost every day to every podcast that you did. And, and I was just, every day I would get a little bit out of what you were uh, teaching and the people that you had on, you know, just the people that you were interviewing, whether it was real estate related or not. And, you know, I felt like going into January, you know, I was ready to make that step and, and jump out on that, that uh, ledge and, and take the leap. And, and then just, you know, it came from there. So it was just a lot of homework and, um, you know, that, that was ready for me to, to, move to the next step and take my business to another level. So you said two things I'm curious about. First of all, you had been in real estate for, I mean, you're not a new agent. You've been in real estate for 11 years. Why did it take you that long to decide to hire a coach? That's question one. And question two, you said that you were looking for a coach or a coaching organization where the people you'd be getting the coaching from had actually sold real estate. And why was that important to you? Because you're right. We're one of the only ones out there where, you know, Julie and I sold real estate. The coaches that work for us sold real estate. Heck, half the people that work for us, you know, sold real estate or sell real estate. So why are this, why, why did you take so long to get into coaching? And why is it that having a coach who sold real estate? Why, it's, so help us out with those two things. Okay. In uh, 2005, I got licensed and we were in our market. We were experienced the boom. Uh, where prices were going crazy. So I was on a team uh, that my father uh, was a team leader. I worked with him, and he did his own way of coaching and things like that. So I wasn't quite ready getting in. Then um, in 2007, we started to see the effects of the recession, and financially I wasn't in a position at the time to do it. And we started moving forward uh, into 07, 08, 09 through the recession, just doing what we could to, to get by. And, uh, and, you know, in 2010, 11 is really when I started thinking about coaching. I wasn't, um, I, I'd been on, a co- you know, a coaching class with the team I was on previously, uh, but it really just didn't dawn on me. I, I was just, you know, I was content um, on the referrals and the repeat business that I was getting to do my 30, 40 deals a year. And it was just really just, um didn't dawn on me till you know later on when I started really doing some research. Um, okay, and so let's hover there. Well, let's hover there. Let's hover there. So you you were content with doing the volume you were doing and making the money you were making. What changed within you that made you realize that okay, I am ready. We have and you know this because you've been listening to us for a long time. We have mm-hmm. listeners that are all different variation, you know, levels in their careers and price ranges and markets. I mean, this, you know, 144,000 people, you know, there's a lot of people who listen to us. So, Correct. and they're, they're all, they're all basically saying to themselves, like I, maybe one day I'll think about having someone help me basically. So I can, you, you know, 10 months in coaching and you've increased your business by 50%. So take us back mm-hmm. 11 or 12 months. What were the series of thoughts that led you to the point where you realized that, okay, I want to go to the next level, and I think I might need help. Walk us through that, because that, I think, will be very beneficial for folks listening. Um, a year ago, um, I was, you know, we were doing good. We, you know, we had business, but my goal was always to get 100, 100 transactions. That was my, my thing. And I listened to one of the podcasts where you interviewed a guy that did the 100, 100 transactions, and that was my goal. And I knew in order to get to that point uh, and, and build my business, I needed – 
more spokes in the wheel, like you always talk about. Um, so mm-hmm. I needed the guidance. I needed that guidance, and I didn't have it then. I didn't have that uh, guidance, that accountability. Um, you know, I, I'm a the type of agent I have been uh, in the past. It's been um, I start off fast. Uh, you know, I, I, watch, I watch a lot of football, so I use the analogy of um, four quarters. You know, our year is broken into four quarters. And I start off January gangbusters. I'm ready to go. I'm pumped up, you know, and this is going to be the year. And then, you know, just like a football team starts off really, really fast, and they get up in, you know, the first half, and they're up by 30 points. And by the time the second half comes around, I'm playing defense, just managing what I have, trying to get through the rest of the year. And so I, and I start awesome. slowing down. I get, I get complacent. Yeah, I love I that. I get complacent. I, I'm going to totally steal that analogy, so thanks for that. Okay. No problem. No problem. But I do. I get complacent, and in about September, October, I start to slow down, and I'm, you know, had a great year. I've done good, but it's not what I wanted. I wanted to go all year round, you know, not just a eight month business. And so I start slowing down, and sometimes I win, sometimes I lose, just like in a football game. So you know, having a having uh, David beside me, coaching me and telling me, you know, keeping me going is that accountability that I didn't have before in order to get to that hundred transactions that I wanted to get to. And, and so that's, that's where really I didn't have in the past and I was, you know, and now I have it. And that's, I think uh, a a part of my business, part of my success has been from, from that, to be honest with you. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for that. And uh, you just touched on something too, just so our listeners, because I promised them I'd be telling them every single day for the rest of the year. You know, you've you just said it, so I'm going to repeat it. Uh, listeners, remember this time of year. Don't go into complacency mode. This is the most important time of year. I know it's the holidays. I know you want to wind down. Some of you. I know all these you know psychological things. I know you're going to be the only one working. I know you're going to have to overcome holiday objections. It doesn't matter. This is the most important time of the year. Do not set yourself up so that you restart your year at the beginning of the year because then you won't have any decent momentum until the spring. Absolutely, positively do it now. Work now. Do what other people won't do when they're not willing to do it, and you'll have other things. You'll experience a life that they can only dream of, right? It's not a mystery, guys. This is not that difficult. This is a great business. You have to be working and drilling down now. Um, and that's really absolutely important. So now let's talk about maybe three specific tactical, practical things um, that you have changed in the past 10 months that's resulted in you really having this incredible increase in your business. And l- let me just put some numbers to this. Uh, I read this this morning. So last year you closed 56 deals. This year, with a quarter left, you've closed 65 deals and you have 16 pending. So you very well could get darn near 100 units this year, right? I mean, that's what it looks like. I am I'm, I'm pretty close. Yeah, you could. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there, there had to have been some significant things that happened in your life. I appreciate the fact that you said the coaching gave you accountability. So let's just say accountability is number one. But what would be other things that you would implement that made that much of a difference in your business in that short period of time? Um, I think there's been a few things. I've um, uh, – off the top, I think um, one of the uh, tools that I've learned from you and, and I, I contributed to um, a lot of my success now moving forward, and I know it will pay off, uh, but my pre-listing package that I have that I'm uh, using, um, I have more confidence going out uh, on a for sale by owner or expired listing appointment with the pre-listing package that we've developed. It's, uh, it's definitely put me over the top and separated me from other agents in the area that don't have it 
uh, before I would just go with a smile on my face and information in, in my hand and, and hope to, that my charm would get it, but uh, sometimes it didn't work out. So um, with my pre-listing package, I really believe that's a, that's a key factor uh, just to give me confidence, but I have proven results from using that uh, that that have put me, you know, got me the listing and got me, a, you know, additional sales. Um, another thing that I've, I've been doing um, that I'm, I'm still working on and still getting through is um, being that we're in a second home market and we have to, uh, we're not in front of our clients every day um, or every week is using BombBomb. I learned BombBomb on your, uh, and I'm sorry, there's, there's someone calling me, just keeps calling me, but um, I use BombBomb uh, quite a bit. And, you know, that's right there gotten me exposure um, to be able to get my face in front of the client that's not here. And, you know, I've used that and have pro- proven results from that. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's that and um, just more spokes in my wheel that I didn't have before uh, that I'm, I'm capitalizing and starting trying to master. So let, let's go back and, and let's just ignore the call waiting. Who cares? So let's go back and let's talk about two things. First of all, the pre-listing pack listeners is absolutely critical. You know, it's funny. I don't know your numbers before and after, uh, but I bet you that you were, because you sound like a nice, charming guy. I bet if you go on 10 appointments just winging it, you are probably getting what, probably three or four, rather predictably? About that, yeah. Just, but I, you know, I didn't yeah. really, I didn't really, I wasn't confident going out, so I tried right. to avoid it. I tried to avoid going out on them. So I was, uh-huh. before I was, I was, um, a lot of my business was repeat business and repeat uh, in referrals. Well, the, but and, Doug, you just said something, you just said something else really, really important. And I hope, again, you're just hitting it on that, hitting it out of the park today on this radio. I love it. So he said because he wasn't feeling confident, he was actually avoiding going on listings. And the PLP, the pre-listing pack, gave him the confidence that he needed. But here's the funny thing about the pre-listing pack, guys. And coaching clients, I'm just basically it's going to be direct without being too rude as possible. Don't change it. Use exactly like we've given it to you. Yes, we want you to personalize it, but use it exactly like we give it to you. It's unique. Nobody else has it. You're not going to come across any other brokerages that use it. It's an unbelievably powerful tool. What the pre-listing pack does, in essence, is when you follow the system, is it gets the listing for you before you get there because you eliminate objections that the sellers already had in their mind and maybe some they would have thought of just by the very fact that you've removed the tension that was there because of the listing appointment in the first place you'll get the listing let me f- reframe it before when doug would go on listing appointments there was tension there tension from him tension from them it was the commission the price the marketing the this the app the other all the normal things that people grovel over in a listing appointment but now when doug sends the pre-listing pack prior going on the appointment and he uses our listing presentation he uses the sharpie close he goes through the whole entire process the seller is delighted because the process is not stressful he's answered all their questions prior to getting there and when he gets there really guys it's mostly just a paperwork appointment it's seeing the house getting the contract signs and leave and and, Doug, this will delight you. As you go on more and more of these appointments, what you'll find is you'll send the pre-listing pack. And, again, follow the system. You put the 25 questions that the sellers are supposed to use when interviewing other agents that they choose to. Put the listing uh, contract. Put the pre-listing pack. I'm sorry. Put the uh, CMA. Put it all in there ahead of time. Do it exactly like we asked you to do it. And here's what will start happening. You will go to listing appointments. You'll knock on the door. The seller will open the door, and they'll give you the, the listing contracts back because they've already signed everything, and you're good to go. And they're going to and then they're going to ask you when's a photographer coming by. You literally will not have to do a listing presentation at all. You literally will just be able to go pick up paperwork. 
You guys think I'm exaggerating. I'm not. We hear this every day from our coaching clients. So follow the system. Um, Doug, am I overselling the pre-listing pack, the importance of it? No, that's um, that's definitely, I mean, I've uh, just up to recently, I mean, that's uh, gotten me in the door when it hasn't other agents. Um, and definitely uh, I know has is, is been and will be a big part of my business moving forward. So I'm reading my notes, and you have a really fun story about a, phys- a FISBO that you thought you might want to share. Uh, I, um, yeah. Did I read this correctly? You were competing against like a half dozen or five other agents, and you took the listing. Talk about that. I did. Um, called. It was for sale by owner that I found on Zillow, and uh, just was making my for sale by owner calls one day, and uh, got a call and or, or got got a, in touch with this, the owner, and you know just I told him who I was, what I wanted to do, um, and. You know, he said, well, we're not ready to, you know, list with another agent. We probably will in about, you know, three to four weeks. I said, no problem. I'm, you know, ready to serve whenever you're ready to go. And so what I did is um, the next day I took my pre-listing package, went and knocked on the door. Um, he was out doing some work on, on his balcony, and um, I just, you know, introduced myself, told him I just wanted to drop off some information um, that I was the one that he spoke with on the phone a couple of days ago. And he uh, he said thank you. Just leave it right there, and I didn't go in shake his hand or anything. I just left it there. And then about uh, three weeks later, he uh, gave me a call and said he would like to interview me, and uh, he was going to interview other agents. And I said that's fine, not a problem. So I set the appointment, and uh, the appointment came up, and you know we got to the appointment. I pretty much everything was already done. Like you said, they went over it, and I made sure before the appointment that I followed up to make sure that he had read it, uh, went through it and, and right. had all his questions answered. And so when I got there, I just had to ask him, what are the two or three most important things you're looking for in an agent in this transaction? Love and, it, Doug. And, yeah. And he, uh, he said, you know, he said, you know, ask, you know, about commissions, about, you know, pricing, get it sold, you know, things like that. So did the Sharpie close and, uh, he says, well, we're still meeting with three other agents um, this afternoon, and we'll let you know in a couple of days. I think this was on a Tuesday, so I'll let you know by Friday. Um, well, he ended up calling me the next day, Wednesday, and said, you got it. And so when I when I went to go get the listing signed, I uh, asked him, you know, what separated me from uh, other agents. And he said, the information that you gave me and showing up when no one else showed up as far as, you know, before you got the listing or before the listing appointment, he says, you just, you know, you, de- you pursued us. We didn't have to pursue, pursue you. And that was the, we, that was the factor. Dad, and this let's, was let's, let's, let's you and I do a little coaching right now, just for the sake of our listeners. And maybe I can help you a little bit. Did you know okay. he was interviewing other agents when you, when basically your appointment was set up? It sounds like you did. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. So, Mr. Seller, it sounds to me like you – let's just do a role play. You're a seller. Mr. Seller, it sounds like you're thinking about interviewing other agents. Is that correct? That's correct. Right. So can I tell you why that might be a bad idea for you? Sure. Well, so here's what's, here's what's probably going to happen. We're going to meet. You've already received my pre-listing pack. It sounds to me like we're on, a lot, on the same page with a lot of the most important things that are important to you. And you could say this, listeners, you could say this live and in person, or you could say this over the phone. Um, so, Mr. Seller, let's do this. I, assuming that we are on the same page with all the things that are most important to you, 
let's cancel the appointments with the other agents, and I'll tell you why. Because in preparation for one of these listing appointments, it's, it could take hours. The, doing the CMA, the homework, getting the marketing material together, you know, hiring the babysitters, driving here. It's, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's involved. And so what happens is if you interview you know, five or six agents, what you're doing actually, and then you end up, you know, we're, we're going to work together, you're going to hire me, is you in essence make potentially four or five different people kind of upset at you because that's four or five different agents that have spent a lot of time, money, and effort to come out here, and then basically you end up listing the house with me. Let's do the smart thing and give me the list of the agents you're thinking about hiring or thinking about interviewing, rather, and I'll call them and I'll let them know that you've listed the house with me, and here's what we'll do, and they'll love this is I will get them in the house first with any of their prospective buyers. That way they still have a great shot at selling the property. So the benefit is that we keep these guys on our side, and you know potentially we help them sell the house ahead of time versus going about the other process where you're just going to you know potentially make four or five folks out there that aren't necessarily going to be motivated to sell your house as they would have been otherwise. Does that make sense? That makes sense to me. Can't okay, there you go. Well, now, they won't all do it, but you'll find some that do it, listeners. I mean, I'm not saying that's a home run script, but it does work. And when it does work, it's funny because the seller will go, oh, thank God, I didn't want to use them anyway, and I didn't want to call and cancel. You know, But you know, that's, that's the way to go about doing it. And if you are in a situation where you do cancel another agent's listing appointment, obviously you want to be extremely respectful. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the way to go about doing that. So let's move forward here. You have you know, obviously had to have made some other – internal changes to your mindset and whatnot to be able to, you know, essentially it sounds like you might even double your business this year. What have been the sort of struggles that have surprised you that you've had to work your way through in order to go from, you know, 50 to potentially 100 units in one year? Tell me what other types of things mindset-wise maybe you've had to work on. Um, I would say mindset-wise just, um, you know, not, you know, not putting up that wall to, um, you know, avoid making those calls. I think um, is, is one thing mindset-wise. I think mentally it, mess, it messes with my mind to get on the phone and make calls. Um, but, you know, like I said, with the pre-listing package, I'm confident. I think another uh, is, is bringing in the team that I have brought in. We're a small team. Um, me and my wife work together. Uh, my wife, you know, bringing her in to handle the paperwork and my closings as I put them under contract or pending, um, bringing her in I think has really made – a big difference in my business, uh, letting me go out and find the business, uh, qualify the buyers, um, you know, negotiate contracts and then close them, and then and, and passing it on to her I think has made a big difference because in the past we didn't work side by side every day, but now we do. So I think, you know, the team around me um, that I had to give up control of doing everything because, I, I, you know, I want to make sure it gets done and it gets done right. So giving that control up was something mentally that I had to do and bringing the team in around me and my buyer's agent, Chad, uh, bringing him in to work leads that we were getting uh, and not have to worry about, you know, the follow-up on those. Those, I think that was that was the biggest thing that I had to really focus on was just giving up that control and, and, and bringing in a team that I could trust around me. So 
listeners, I'm getting barked at in my chat. I, I forgot to mention, um, we are offering uh, free coaching calls. Do not correlate free with no value, <laughs> right? So we are offering coaching calls right now, guys. If you just fill out that form that's right there on your screen, if for some reason you're just listening to us straight up and you want to do it later when you're home or at your office, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. As we've been harping uh, for the last you know, 60 days, this is the time of year where you have to buckle down and really mentally, emotionally get your business started for next year. The best way to do that is getting your real estate treasure map completed. Getting your business plan in place is absolutely positively critical. So when you request a free coaching call, that's what we're going to do. We're going to help you get started on that, and we're also going to give you a copy of the book, Real Estate Treasure Map, for no charge, right? So go ahead and get that form filled out, name, email, phone number, and you will be scheduled with one of our enrollment coaches, and they'll also let you know about the Premier Coaching Program, and I'm sure you'll find that, for the most part, it kind of checks all the boxes, the pre-listing pack, the listing presentation. Everything he and I are talking about today is included with the Premier Coaching Program, and when you use the Student Approval Program, which all of you are pre-approved to be part of, in other words, you're 100% guaranteed to be approved for this program, you know, no matter what your past credit history is or whatever, that means you can get into this coaching program for only $99 a month. Um, so, guys, we've eliminated, just like we did with the pre-listing pack back when we sold real estate, we've eliminated all the objections, we've eliminated all the issues that you might have moving forward getting into coaching, so now all you have to do is fill out that form and we'll call you right back. So here's an interesting question I have. I get this a lot. Um, you know, this is a kind of a like a I, – I think it's a trendy topic, to be honest with you. But what do you think about balance? Is is life balance? Is b- b- balance and you know business? Are all those things? I mean, is is that a myth or is that an actual obtainable reality? Is that something you think about? Um, I do, I do, and you know, it's it was uh, one that I I've thought about and I've struggled with, and I can go either way. Um, I think it is a goal um, to balance my life uh, totally with not just you know work, but work, family, faith. Uh, and, and, you know, that's really what, what, you know, I do is, is work, family and faith. That's my big three. And, you know, I think it's, it's tough. Um, we struggle to stay balanced, um, because of distractions that throw us off track. And I know for me it is. Um, and that's why, you know, I, I need accountability. And so I, I think it, it can go either way. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm torn between the two and, uh, but I do, you know, I do try to balance my life and, I remember, you know, about a year and a half ago, I did a survey of, um, you know, uh, it was kind of a circle that, you know, you answer question and then you see kind of what the circle, like what your life uh, balance is. And, and my spiritual was out of uh, out of balance. So I really focused on my spiritual, um, you know, working with the church, getting um, getting God in my life you know, more than more than in the past. So. You know, that was the one, one area in my life that I needed to work on. And, you know, really, you know, uh, I, I put that to work and I really uh, made it part of, you know, my everyday life. And, and that's, I, you know, I got to give credit to uh, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for everything he's done for us. Well, how have you, so let's, if you don't mind, this is not something we really talk that much about on our radio show, but Julie and I are certainly Christians and believers, and, and again, I know a lot of, some people are, don't like talking about religion, and I'm going to get a lot of pissy emails, oh, this is supposed to be a business podcast, you're talking about religion, well, guess what, if you don't like it, you don't have to listen, because the foundation of our lives and our marriage, and obviously Doug's, and I'm going to guess probably a majority of you listening right now, is based in you know Christian beliefs. So you said that you felt you were out of balance spiritually. Talk about that. What, what was that? How was that manifesting itself in your business and your personal life? 
Oh, well, I knew something was always missing, um, and it was, uh, you know, a void in my life, and I wasn't, I didn't find a church, a, a group that, um, I didn't grow up in a, in a really faithful family, um, and, you know, it was just, I, I felt it in my heart that it was a void, and, and you know, the people I, I surrounded myself with, um, you know, it was is somewhat negative. I mean, we always talk about anchors and propellers, and there was a lot of anchors in my life, and and I needed to to put myself around people that were going to uh, lift me up and and make me better, and and so that was a, a big turning point in in the last couple years of my life, and and you know since everything is has been great, you know, and and I can't I can't say I did it all on my own because that's not the truth. It's uh you know without a support staff that I have, the family, and and of course you know God and 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 the church, my church family. I mean I got to give it you know give them credit. So. Well, so that's you just said a whole bunch of stuff, really interesting, and this kind of roots back. Even if, guys, you're not spiritually or religious-minded, that's fine. But you heard what he just said, is that he has a, people, a, a group of people around him. And I'll, and I'll kind of answer – I asked a question earlier about what are some of the biggest changes he made in the past year or so that basically has made it so they could double, in his business, double his business. So, so I'm going to ask you this, and I have no idea what you're going to say. When did you get reengaged in the church? When did you start seriously, you know, participating and making that part of your life? Uh, two two years ago, this past July. So what we find consistently, guys, is that it's very, very rare to have somebody that has, uh, you know, success monetarily, other aspects of their lives, if they don't have at least a firm, you know, emotional base, a basis in family and, and usually uh, also with religion. Now, why is that true? Because what happens is, is if you're trying to accomplish specific things in life and you're surrounded by people that are not supportive or their beliefs are not in alignment with you, know, you improving your situation. I mean, Julie and I are in a situation like that back when we sold real estate originally. We sold over 100 houses our first year right out of college you know, in our early 20s. We sold over 100 homes, and basically everyone we knew, because we earned a lot of money, everyone we knew – felt uncomfortable our families our friends our everybody everything all we weren't bragging about it we weren't walking around and acting like we were a peacock but they knew because they saw our for sale signs and they saw we were working all the time and you know so they weren't reinforcing our wanting to accomplish specific things in life now fortunately julie and i had each other and fortunately we read a lot of books and fortunately we're you know religious based so we were able to basically pass through that phase and realize that hey guess what as you start to progress in different aspects of your life, other people find you. Uh, you know, you all of a sudden start making different friends, and that's okay. You don't have to like ditch the others. I'm not suggesting that, but as you start to climb up the ladder, you will align yourself with people that have similar goals. They'll help you pull your help to pull you up to the next rung, and, and that's a lot of times when when I do these superstar interviews, guys. When I talk with some of the top producing agents in the country, you'll find one of the most common things is they do have a very, usually small, support group around them. And in, as and as they progress, sometimes the group even becomes smaller, but it's a very, very important aspect of long-term ever-increasing success. So I appreciate you um, talking a little bit off script there and talking about something that I'm sure will raise cackles and get people sending in emails. Guys, if, if you're going to react that way, just put it in context. It works for Doug. If it doesn't work for you, if it's not of interest to you, it doesn't mean that the other things that he's already said to you aren't incredibly powerful because they were. Doug, I really appreciate your time today. I really appreciate okay. your honesty. 
I really appreciate the fact you are so willing to share. You sound like a guy of really great integrity. You you remind me as I was talking to you because this is the first time you and I talk spoken. That's correct. Right. We've never t- chatted before. Correct. So I, you yeah. remind me of some of the uh, of the agents that I've coached over the last twenty years that are now basically millionaires. You have the exact same personal qualities and vibe that I get. And, and I, my, my mind was just filling it with the names and the faces of all these guys and gals I've known for the past couple of decades. You are on that path. There's no doubt about it. Don't get well, off of it for nothing. Good. It's worth staying I'm on. <laughs> so good. listeners, listen. I don't, if you guys need I don't have any plans, though. Okay, good. <laughs> listeners, if you need us for anything, if you have any other suggestions for folks uh, that we might uh, – uh, want to interview or topics or suggest you know anything email us directly tim at tim and julie harris dot com or julie at tim and julie harris dot com so doug if they have any referrals they want to send your way how might they do so uh you can reach me uh anytime at two five one four two four one four zero five or you can check out my website at selling sand for you dot com at selling sand the number four letter u dot com Excellent. I really appreciate it, Doug. So listeners, listen, have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the radio. And remember, anytime you need us for anything, just please feel free to reach out. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you on the radio tomorrow. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. Take care. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.